Now, if you've been in Brisbane recently, you might have spotted a convoy of clean, whisper-quiet electric trucks and semi-trailers rolling into the Brisbane Truck Show, which is hosting the largest ever display of zero-emission commercial trucks and utes in the Southern Hemisphere. But there have been calls from industry leaders for governments at all levels, federal, state, local, to remove the regulatory roadblocks that are keeping many of these off the roads. Well, joining us from Brisbane is Martin Merrick, the CEO of Volvo Trucks in Australia. He started in the business as an apprentice truck mechanic. And welcome also to Tony Fairweather, the founder of SEA Electric, who developed a technology here in Australia that allows you to convert all manner of trucks into electric power drives. Good morning to you both. Good morning, Nick. Morning, Tony. Good morning, Nick. Uh, Martin, you're up there in uh, Brisbane. Uh, give us a sense. I mean, the Brisbane Truck Show is a big deal, right? I mean, it's, it's 40,000 people. It, it's spread over four days. It's a little bit like the Glastonbury Festival of the truck world. Um, and this year it's very different. You're seeing more climate-friendly vehicles than ever before, right? Uh, we are indeed, Nick. It's, uh, it's been a great show so far. It's been a record. I met... Uh, Todd Hacking, the CEO of HVIA, who run the show. And for the first two days, it's been record-breaking. And we see uh, lots of zero-emission vehicles around around the show. Look, if I was there like five years ago, uh, I mean, how many electric vehicles would I have seen? And and how many am I going to see if I head there now? Well, five years ago, I have to say that Volvo produced our first electric vehicle in 2019. You've got your plug in there, Martin. Well done. Yep. So uh, we wouldn't have seen any, actually. But uh, the, the adoption rate has really picked up. And now, I mean, now what are we seeing? Are we, I mean, they, they're saying this is the sort of record number of, of zero-emission commercial trucks that's ever been assembled in the Southern Hemisphere. I mean, what, what, what does that actually look like? Yeah, well, in, well, Volvo Trucks, for example, we've got five models for here in Australia, six globally. Um, Volvo sold 5,000 trucks globally. We've got over 100 orders already. So we've got the full range. Everything that we have diesel in Australia, we can provide an electric model. And Tony, you've been in this industry uh, for decades. You started your own company in, in Melbourne. And what it does is make electric drive systems that allow all brands of trucks and delivery vehicles to become electric and that, and that was something that was interesting and surprising to me that you can basically retrofit most trucks is that is that right uh, yeah, yeah, that, 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 that's exactly right, Nick. But we, we focus specifically on uh, on partnering with uh, with uh, new uh, OEMs um, or new new vehicles that are produced by OEMs like Volvo. <clears throat> In fact, we've been um, lucky enough just just recently to be awarded a, a long term contract with um, with Mac in the US, which is a a proud Volvo owned brand for the um, exclusive supply of our powertrain technology or our power system technology, known as, as C-Drive, uh, to their medium-duty truck range, knowing, known as the MD, MDE range, which is a Class 6 and a Class 7 model. So uh, we similarly have a, um, a, a substantial uh, a contract both in, um, in the US and in, um, in Australia with, uh, with Hino Trucks for, for medium-duty products. So we focus on the drivetrain Technology, the the uh, the drive drive solution technology um, from a zero emission perspective. And you mentioned an acronym there, OEMs. Not everybody will be familiar with that. Just explain what that is. 
<clears throat> it refers to original equipment manufacturer. So um, the, the big brands, the Volvos, the Hinos, the, uh, uh, the Isuzus, et cetera, the OEMs, uh, and they produce fantastic, um, f- fantastic trucks, as, uh, as Martin was just saying, and have done for many, many years. Um, so we don't intend to, to compete in terms of producing the vehicles themselves, uh, but we, uh, we can add a lot of value in terms of the technology that we've produced to drive those vehicles, but particularly in the medium-duty space. Volvo that Martin just referred to have got some fantastic electric uh, technology in the heavier-duty space. It's a very different technology. Even though it's electric, it's a very different technology uh, and applied in a very different way to what Sea Electric applies it um, globally. So where are we seeing your trucks and, and what are they doing? What companies are using them and, and, and how are they being deployed at the moment? Well, in the case of Australia, we, we, we deployed our first product back in 2017. Um, uh, we've, as I mentioned, got a, got a very strong relationship with, uh, with Hino and have uh, three models that we're electrifying as new product and distributing across, uh, across Australia in a four-and-a-half ton, an eight-and-a-half ton, and a, uh, a large 22-and-a-half ton. And companies like um, IKEA are operating uh, those, those products uh, across three states and have done for a number of years. Uh, CleanAway operating them as, uh, as uh, refuse vehicles. Uh, UPS have, uh, have got their first, uh, first orders, one of which was uh, on, our, um, uh, on our stand. Woolworths have run them for a number of, uh, a number of years. And all those companies in the case of Australia, have started with small-scale testing and deployment uh, and are now looking at, uh, at larger scales. So, yeah, they are, though, looking, in, in the case of Australia, they are looking for policy and they're looking for incentives to help expedite. But there is no doubt the change of government recently uh, has allowed uh, and has incentivised the, the market. And, uh, you yeah, we're seeing at the Brisbane Truck Show, which is where we're, we're displayed as well, you know, 12 or 14 different... Uh, different brands at uh, different size levels that have electric or hydrogen technology, which is, which is excellent. Well, Martin, um, this week is Australian Heavy Vehicle Industry Week. It culminates with the <coughs> Brisbane Truck Show. Um, and you have used this opportunity to come out and say uh, the federal government really does need to do more here. We have the technology right now, but there are regulatory roadblocks in place that are actually stopping our vehicles getting on the road. Just just tell us what the roadblock is. What's the problem? Uh, the key problem is that the front axle load, of course, battery electric vehicles are uh, slightly heavier than the diesel uh, models, and we need that increased on the front axle so that we can then introduce the trucks here. We have a factory here in Waco. We've been building trucks here for over 50 years, and our intention is if that legislation changes and when it changes, we will build those battery electric vehicles right here in Brisbane. And so what you want is for these regulations around the, the, the loads, the weight, to, to be changed. Because I think that's one yep. of the key points to make, is that these, these trucks are heavy because they have to carry the, the batteries around with them. Yeah, of course, uh, where the batteries are situated, there's more weight towards the front axle. In Australia, we have 6.5 tonne. We really need 7.5 tonne. And, of course, the vehicle width as well, slightly more with the batteries to go from 2.5 to 2.55 metres. And, uh, I mean, the technology here is quite interesting, isn't it? it uh, my understanding is your, your sort of heavier vehicles, it's not a kind of charge scenario here because that would take so long. It would take hours. You actually carry... Is it spare batteries with you and then you sort of change them over? Is that, is that how it works? 
Uh, not on Volvo trucks, no. We, we have a, a fully integrated system. So what happens is that the vehicle will operate during the day and then charge in the evening if it's an AC slow charger. Uh, we have DC fast chargers. It's maybe two, two between two and three hours that can charge the vehicle faster. And we see superchargers coming uh, further down the line. So our truck would operate 35% uh, of the freight task is around urban areas. And we see that our models can fit that perfectly. So it's uh, an overnight charge. Tony, the, the government recently uh, brought out its electric vehicle strategy, but I understand in, in your sector you're a bit disappointed that they didn't focus more on you. Well, I think in, in commercial vehicles in general, there wasn't much in uh, in content. And I, I personally spent uh, spent a bit of time in Canberra as part of that uh, uh, that that process, um, uh, providing my learnings from the US. I actually live in the in the US, and our company has scaled substantially in the United States now. And and the reason for that is the sort of policies, and and many of which are, are zero cost policies that the US has implemented. Things like um, a, a program called the Advanced Clean Truck Rule, which which essentially provides um, uh, incentivizes and mandates that uh, OEMs, you know, like of Volvo and, and uh, Hino, have a certain percentage of zero emission sales across uh, certain states in the US starting at the end of this year. Um, and so that's uh, that's motivated the uh, the OEMs to either develop their own technology or partner with companies like us. And they supplemented that with a uh, another rule called the Advanced Clean Fleet Rule, which is uh, providing similar mandates to fleets of a certain size have a certain percentage of zero emission. We were hoping to see something along those sort of guidelines out of the EV strategy, but it, uh, it was very passenger car focused, uh, very much on the fuel uh, fuel efficiency standards, which we understand are important to get in for passenger cars, but that's going to be a slow burn for converting um, uh, the passenger car space to to electric in in, um, in Australia. If you take one car, one truck off the road with a Volvo or a you know a C electric truck off the off the road, that's equivalent to to, um, to tw twenty cars from a not just a um, a, a environmental uh, environmental um, and CO two perspective, but also a you know a health perspective. We're taking those nasty particulates from diesel engines off the road, and I think it's important, particularly in urban environments. That the Australia adopts, creates, and adopts some sort of policy um, that helps the transition of uh, urban commercial vehicles to um, zero emission. And Martin, it, it is crucial to get this right because transport emissions in Australia account, I think, for about about seventeen percent uh, of Australian emissions. Your sector can really make a difference. Absolutely. So for me, that's a, a real low-hanging fruit option for, for the government, you know, to help the government and many companies to achieve sustainability targets. You know, we have the technology. You've heard Tony speak about it also. The vehicles are there. So 35% urban. We see that it's not just battery electric vehicle in Australia. It's got the diverse uh, transport industry. So we see that uh, fuel cell electric vehicle in the future, but also the internal combustion engine will be here for some time with alternative fuel. So with a blend of solutions, our, our ambition is to reduce greenhouse gas emissions by 30% by 2030 from our models. I think one of the interesting things I've noticed since returning to Australia from America is how on the environmental question, it has often been corporate Australia that has been ahead of the Australian government. It's almost like you want to sort of thunder down the, the road here, although thunder's not really the right word because your vehicles are pretty much silent, um, and you're towing the government behind you. Do you get that sense? 
Well, what I see is certainly from our point of view, we've got a higher purpose. We really believe that uh, we want to, to leave the world in a, in a better shape than, than, we, than we've got it right now. And we have the technology that, that's there ready to go. So I feel there's a real desire from all levels of government. Uh, it seems to be that it takes some time, but I haven't heard anyone say that they don't want to do it. It just seems to take some time. So as Tony said, maybe we can see a revision of the national vehicle electric vehicle strategy that can apply to, to heavier vehicles that we can then transform and, and really decarbonise the industry. Tony, that question to you, this, this sense of frustration in the corporate sector that actually uh, you want the government to play catch-up. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I also see that as an opportunity. Uh, you know, the government was extremely slow and, in fact, didn't recognise electrification you know, until kind of 12 months ago and change of government at all. However, they've got the benefit now of learning from some of the, the, the good and, and the bad in terms of policy that uh, other countries around the world have, have tried and, uh, uh, and implemented. And I think there's some, um, they can pick from the, uh, from the best of the bunch. They can learn from, from markets that are, that are moving more quickly than others. They can learn from the, um, the actual quantifiable incentive programs that have been introduced in various parts of the world. Pick the best and then move very quickly and catch up. And I, I agree with Martin. I think in all aspects of the current government, they want to do that. They're just trying to get a feel for the best way of doing that. Their initial focus has been these fuel efficiency standards. It's now time, though, to focus on the segment that is most suitable for uh, adoption and is ready to go now. As uh, Martin just said, there is product available now. There's only a few kind of policy and changes and um, you know, road road limit uh, rules are are very, um, very easy ones to, to change. Australia's got some of the most uh, regulated and, and lowest uh, uh, road, um, road and axle weight limits in, in the world. So you know, our roads are no different to anywhere else in the world. No reason why they can't be changed, even just for electric or zero emission vehicles overnight. Martin, a 10-second answer. How long will it be before I can go to the Brisbane truck show and see no uh, diesel vehicles? I think next year, uh, 2025, sorry, the next, the next show... I've, uh, I feel that it will be mainly zero emission vehicles. That's amazing. Martin Merrick is the president and CEO of Volvo Group Australia. Tony Fairweather is the founder of SEA Electric based in Melbourne. Thank you, gentlemen. It's easier than ever to hear your favourite local and national ABC radio stations live and on demand on the ABC Listen app.